All right, let's get some coffee going here before we get started. You're listening to Diary of a Student Pilot. Hey, friends, family, and aviators out there listening. You're listening to Diary of a Student Pilot. My name's Bobby, and um, and thanks for listening. Um, guess what? So it hasn't been a week since the last time... I did a diary. It's been two days, and it's because I went flying and I got I had so much fun that I had to get on here and tell you about it. I think I'm finally gonna. I, I still haven't published any of this stuff <laughs> online, but I think I'm finally gonna take this morning to do that. So hopefully, you'll actually be hearing me say this soon. Um, that also means that if you listen to the last episode and at to the to the end when I said you should send me questions about flying and my experience learning to fly that I haven't uh, gotten any of those yet because I haven't published any of these. So at the time that I'm recording this, you haven't heard it. Uh, anyway, time is weird. Just know that <laughs> whatever questions you have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at them. And, and if you haven't asked a question and you're curious about anything about learning how to fly or my experience or just what the process is like in general or just flying in general, I'll do my best to answer them. I'm not an expert. I've only got, well, now, so last I said, I, I like checking in every week and saying how many hours of flying time I've done so far. Um, before it was 10.7, it wasn't 10.7, actually. It was, uh, I think I said 10.7, but it doesn't matter. Um, I now have 12.3 hours of flying. So, yeah, it was 10.7 before. I'm now up to 12.3 um hours of flying because i've got to fly two days in a row which is amazing after no flying for almost a month uh two days in a row two lessons in a row and boy it was tough (laughs) it was i was definitely rusty let me say that um rustier than i thought it was going to be um simple things like like leveling off after a climb you know were were challenging you have to there's a there's a there's a like a, a process to that right. The standard process that I'm learning is after you get to the altitude that you're climbing to, you you pit you pitch for it's called pitch power trim. You pitch the nose forward to level off straight until your airspeed gets up to cruising airspeed. Once it once you get your airspeed up to cruising airspeed, you lower your power to cruising power, and then um, that's with your throttle. And then after you've done that, then you trim the plane. Uh, for those who don't know, the trim on a plane is sort of this, uh, it's a part of the, t- the, the tail. So the horizontal, like small wings kind of on the tail of a plane are called the elevators. And so uh, one of the parts, there's a smaller subsection of the trailing edge of the elevator that can move up and down on its own. It's called the trim tab. And what that does is it changes the angle of attack of the tail. And, and you use that as a pilot to, I kind of equate it to the cruise control setting of a car. Because what you do is, is uh, when you get up to altitude, you're moving so fast, you want to hold the plane forward for level flight at a certain speed. And, and you're pushing forward on the yoke the whole time. And that's exhausting. You don't want to have to do that. That's not very comfortable. It makes it hard to fly. So you can change that trim tab to, to either point up or down to make it so that the plane, uh, 
will stay steadily flying forward without you having to hold so tight pushing forward. Anyway, so that's what you do as the last thing after you've got your your noise, nose pointed level, your flying level, you adjust your power for cruising, cruise power, and then um, and then you trim the plane so you don't have to hold forward on the yoke. The point of me even saying all that was that that's basic straight and level flying procedure. And even that was rusty. I even forgot those things and he had to remind me that. So that was nice to do. But what I wanted to talk about today and kind of wrap my brain around was I'm, I'm trying, I'm still, we did a lot of practice flying in the pattern, quote unquote. The pattern is, um, is when you fly a rectangle around the airport in the, you, you take off and you fly a small rectangle around the airport and you land again. And the whole point of, of doing pattern work is to practice takeoffs and, and how to stay, uh, how to approach the airport for a landing. And you do that over and over again. Landings are hard. Um, that's, that's one of the hard things to learn when you're starting flying. So I'm, I'm not, I'm trying not to beat myself up too much about landings. Besides it was also pretty turbulent two days in the air. So the landings were difficult. Um, but I'm trying to get better at smooth, straight, coordinated takeoffs. Taking off on an airplane seems like it should be simple, right? You just, you just start going real fast. And then once you get up to a certain speed, you pull back on the yoke and you take off. But there's actually a lot to it. Um, a lot more than, than I ever thought. Uh, first of all, when just going straight down the runway can be tricky. You have to practice that, right? Um, you have to keep the plane going straight and, uh, and you do that with your feet. That's a cool thing about flying is you steer when you're on the ground, you steer with your feet (laughs) and it's because your feet, the rudder pedals is what they're called. And it's a pedal under your left and right foot. They control the vertical tail wing to make it turn left and right. And that, um, that actually makes the plane, uh, turn left and right on the ground. You don't use the 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 yoke the the handlebars or or steering wheel you might call it it doesn't actually turn the plane i mean it turns the plane when you're in the air but it's more complicated than that <laughs> it it rolls the plane it, it causes one wing to go up and one wing to go down you don't want that to happen on the ground obviously um you're not going fast enough for that to happen on the ground anyway so when you when you turn the yoke on the ground nothing happens but so you use your feet to steer anyway when you're approaching 55 nautical miles an hour uh and which is i don't know what the conversion is i should learn that what it is like miles per hour um but it's it's i mean it's close to highway speeds uh it's close to 60 miles an hour i think somewhere around there um but anyway when you're when you're getting close to those speeds uh steering with your feet can be challenging but you have to stay straight down on on the the runway and there's wind to think about and also the plane tends to want to steer to the left while you're going down the runway. So you have to put in the, anyway, um, it's just a natural tendency for, for a single engine airplane, uh, with the propeller in the front to want to turn to the left. It has to do with how the propeller spins. It kind of torques the airplane to the left while it's going. And so you're putting right rudder in and then you're getting up to 55 knots 
And then, um, and once you do, you pull back on the yoke and you start taking off and then wind starts pushing you around right at the, immediately at that point, if there's a crosswind, it's going to start pushing you around and you have to adjust for that because you want to take off straight. You don't want, you want to keep going straight down the center line of the runway as you take off. That's really important for safety reasons. And, and you want to be climbing the whole time and you have to climb at a certain speed uh, you need to get up to like in this airplane, the Cessna 172 that I'm flying, you have to climb at 74 knots and, um, but you need to be looking straight ahead of you, you and, and watching it's, it's, it's just all coordinated stuff, right? You need to make sure that climbing at 74 knots. And then once you hit a certain altitude, you make your turn in to get into the pattern altitude and, and all this kind of stuff. So it's, it's, it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about. So I've been practicing getting better at that. And I, I think I did. I think I did do some some better takeoffs as we did. It, only to a certain extent because it was really windy. And so when you take off, the wind starts pushing you. And it's funny, when when wind gusts blow, when wind is blowing across the runway, you'd think that that it would it would push you away from the wind. And it does. But the nose of the airplane actually turn tends to turn into the wind. And it's because of how the wind is blowing the tail. So if you imagine an airplane, the nose is pointing forward. The tail is at the end. It's sort of like a weather vane, and they call it weather vaning. Um, if, the, if the wind is coming from the right, then it's going to push the tail of the airplane because it's sticking straight up like a sail. It's going to push the tail of the airplane to the left, right? Because the wind is pushing it from the right. And so then that causes the nose of the airplane to turn to the right. So you you actually, the plane kind of tends to fly into the wind, which is something that I finally understood after these two days of flying. Like it's something that never really clicked with me until, until this, this time. So that was cool. And takeoffs are getting easier. So yeah, um... That's how it went. Uh, I think I'm going to... I've talked to my flight instructor. He's going to start getting me in there, hopefully starting next month in December, more often than once a week. Um, things are clearing up in his schedule and and I'm going to start getting more. But I go again on Monday and I'm, I'm hoping to to really have the takeoff sink in a lot better and, and uh, really see some improvement on my coordinated turns turning better in the airplane and and um, and and being able to trim for level flight much more quickly i'm hoping to be able to get that going it's uh it's sometimes it's hard to get out of your head when you're learning how to fly and that's that's something i have to do i need to get out of my head and just feel the airplane right but all right. Well, um, thanks again. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you if you want to hear me, if you're curious about some portion of of what I've been learning, just uh, let me know. Ask some questions. I want to. I want to. I love this. I'd love this to be a conversation back and forth. So, so anything you're curious about, let me know in any of the comments. And um, and yeah, thanks for listening. See you next time.
Thanks for listening to Diary of a Student Pilot. My name's Bobby, and um, and so far we st- I still haven't decided to script the outro to this podcast. Everything here is just me learning how to do stuff. So I'm re- I appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you again next time. <laughs>